I'm T, also known as Tiana Lay Lolohea, but welcome to my podcast. I'm happy to have you here listening to my voice. Um, this is weird. A little strange. I'm talking to myself. I usually talk to myself, but I don't like record it. Um, so this is new. I just really wanted to start a podcast. I've had it in me for quite some time now, and it was really just a matter of doing it. And I finally decided, let's send it. Let's send the podcast. Do I know what I'm doing? Is it going to turn out good? Is it going to sound good? Look, did you just hear my messages? Um, I don't even know how to turn that off so that I can record my podcast on my computer. You know, we're just... It, it will get better in time. I have a feeling. I know it. I believe it. But we're just going to do what we can now and and launch this freaking podcast. So let's just get right into it. If you have no idea who I am, that is okay. Many people don't. Um, I don't even know who I am sometimes. I figured I would do a little bit of an introduction so that you like kind of know my background in order to understand my view and my take on things. Cause that's really a lot of what this podcast will be is how I view the world and, um, just how I'm navigating through it. And I think you have to know people's backgrounds in order to understand how they think. So here's a little bit about my back. I was born in San Diego, California to my amazing parents. Um, I, am half Samoan, a quarter Hispanic, and a quarter white. Um, I do feel like that plays a role in how I operate, so that's why I threw that in a little bit. People of color represent, woo-woo. Yeah, so San Diego. Then in 2013, I went to Utah to attend Brigham Young University for college, I graduated from there in 2017 with a bachelor's in bachelor of arts in communications. Sorry, I question that. I always get confused. It's been so long. I feel so old, but my emphasis was public relations. So got that, got my degree. Let's go. Um, Utah and college in Utah, very, very different experience. We'll touch on that eventually. Um, but I never, ever thought I would stay in Utah, but I am in Utah at this moment. And I blame that on the fact that I started to actually love it. My senior year of college, I found some amazing, amazing friends. And then I found my husband and he's from here. So I'm here for life. I'm stuck here for life. I'm a Utahian through and through. I like I like mixed soda drinks and yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, career wise, after I graduated, I kind of like took some time to figure out what it is that I liked or wanted to do like in the communications route. Um, and I taught myself a lot of things and I ended up with like, marketing as my number one thing that I liked, um, digital marketing, web design, all that good stuff. Um, so that's where a lot of my career path took me. 
And at the moment, I'm a director of marketing at a power sports remanufacturing company, which is so, so random if you know me. Um, I love fashion and like beauty, lifestyle, all that stuff. So to be working at something that maybe like you wouldn't expect is like funny to people sometimes, but I absolutely love my job and I love the people that I work with. And I feel like it's really fun to apply the things that I do love and and are passionate about, like fashion, beauty, all that stuff, and use my knowledge of marketing expertise in both worlds because they are very different worlds. My remanufacturing power sports world and my lifestyle, beauty, fashion world. So it's fun. I like to have a different pace of things. Um, So yeah. And hobby-wise, again, I run, like, my own style account on Instagram where I just basically showcase all of my outfits. And I recently have been just going hard on TikTok because I just love TikTok. Um, So I like to market myself. And I feel like it's been a really fun thing of part of my life that has opened up a lot of doors for me and I'm just navigating through it. I am by no means, um, a big influencer. Would I like to be that one day? Of course. And also nobody likes the word influencer. I don't really like it, but you know what? That is what it is. We're influencing. We're influencing the things that we're passionate about. And that is what I love. Um, so yeah, that's currently where I'm at in life. Now that that is out of the way, I can really just dive into this episode now, but I think for every episode, I kind of want to do a little segment talking about my favorite things at the moment, Um, like T's top tings. Ooh, I just made that up right now. It might not be called that. I just, you know, it's just the first thing that came to mind. So I'm just going to give you three of my favorite things at the moment. Um, Number one, ginger ale. I literally just started drinking ginger ale like um, a few months ago. And for some reason, I have become truly obsessed with it. And it has to be the Canada Dry Zero Sugar one. Why? I don't know. That's the only one I've tried and probably the only one I will ever try. So that's just going to be my favorite one. We love ginger ale. So number one. Number two, new balances. Any new balance. I wear my New Balance 530 pair of shoes. They're khaki colored. They're like a bone color, actually. I have been wearing them every single day of my life. They are so cute. And, you know, just recently, Gani, Gani, however you want to say it, collabed with New Balance. And they produced a beautiful shoe. Two versions. And guess what? I didn't get it. Because I was too late. TikTok took over. People were talking about it on there and everybody pre-ordered it. So I'm on like 10 wait lists. I really hope I get them. Um, But New Balances, they are the supreme shoe to me right now. My third favorite thing at the moment would have to be tacos. Um, I was like vegetarian, vegan for a year um, and then... After like a year and like two months, I was just feeling the urge to eat a taco and I ate the most amazing taco in Vegas, actually, with my friend. 
Um, I was feeling crazy. I was like, I'm going to eat meat today. I did it and I never looked back. It was amazing. And now all I do is crave tacos. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm eating meat again. I just ate chicken for the first time this week after a year. I know I'm so weird, but that's, that's my three favorite things at the moment. So what am I actually going to talk about on this episode today? Um, I'm winging it at this point. I had a list of ideas and topics on my notes and nothing just was like screaming at me saying, this is what you should talk about for your first podcast episode. And on top of that, I was just being very, very hard on myself, trying to find like the perfect topic um, that would get people in and keep them and make them subscribe. Just all the things that shouldn't really matter, but they kind of matter. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of made me think about just how I am. I have always been my biggest critic, so hard on myself always. Um, and I don't know if that's because of, you know, just my life experience, um, my cultural background, my spiritual, religious background. I don't know. I think it plays a role for sure, but I do feel like a lot of us have suffered from this feeling of being perfect. So I think that's the topic I kind of want to talk about today is just perfectionism. Um, I kind of want to go in how it's personally been an issue in my life and then maybe just touch on a few things that I've learned to kind of overcome it a little bit um, because it's definitely something that I am actively working on because uh, I see that it does really hurt how I think and how I proceed with things because I am consumed with this idea of being perfect. So first and foremost, I think that anyone that comes from a family, I want to say it's very cultural, but I also don't know anything else. Um, but from someone of color, there's feels like there's an expectation to perform well, whether it's in sports, you're either really good at sports or you're really smart. Anything that will get you out of the house and to have a better life, it's just ingrained in you to do that. And I think that a lot of like Polynesians, for example, um, that's what they're told to do. Like you got to get a football scholarship if you're a boy to get out of the house to make money for your family. For girls, I mean, yeah, do sports too, but on my end, I had the smarts to get a full scholarship to college and that was great, but I already had that ingrained in my head that I needed to perform well in school in order to just provide a better life for myself because my parents weren't going to be able to afford college for me. They had five kids, like how, I don't know how people do that. And I just didn't come for money and my parents didn't go to college. Like, it's just like, you already know that being in a ethnic household. I don't know. Sorry. I don't, I don't have experience being in a just fully Caucasian household, but from what I seen from like my friends, like that was never really an issue. If they didn't perform well in school, their parents would still just pay for college. And that's no shame, no shame to them. But it's just like, this is just how I 
was raised and what was ingrained in my head. And I think that that plays a huge role in my issues with perfectionism is that I need to perform well for my family and for my future family, period. Second, religious expectations. If you don't know, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, I am still an active member, so don't come at my religion. Um, But I do feel like my religion has definitely created or added to my um, perfectionism issue. But at the same time, I do feel like as I've navigated through this issue, um, my religion has actually been the thing that's helped me realize that I wasn't set on this earth to be a perfect human. And we'll kind of get into that a little more later. But I think with every religion, there is a set of expectations um, that's lined out for you to kind of follow. So I do feel like it doesn't necessarily matter what religion you are, but if you grew up in a religious household, that comes with some expectations. Last but not least, another big influence on me personally for my perfectionism issue would definitely have to be social expectations. And when I say that, I mostly mean social media. And while I do love social media and I try to use utilize it in like the best way I can, it is so easy to get on there and compare yourself to others. I got my Instagram when I was a sophomore in high school. That's kind of when it started. It may have like been around a little bit before then, but I just distinctly remember creating an Instagram account in sophomore my sophomore year of high school. And back then it was way more fun. We posted whatever the heck we wanted, random pictures, like not even cute pictures. They were just like funny ones. It was just supposed to picture. I didn't care how many likes I got. I didn't care if it went with my grid and my feed. Like I did not care about any of that. And I miss that time so much because now I care too much. Now I have this idea in my mind that everything needs to look perfect. I need to reach this amount of people and engage with people. It's just, it's just not helping my issue of perfectionism. Social media, please stop. Um, But also don't stop because it's, it's, it is great. It has great aspects to it. And aside from me just being hard on my own feed, I also am hard on myself because I'm comparing myself to all the other people I see. Um, I don't know about you guys, but of course I follow these like big influencers that are going so hard, getting all the brand collabs. They're the ones that post are posting like, this is all you have to do to be an influencer and monetize your account, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not there yet. They make it seem so easy. And I feel like that's social media in general. Like everybody makes life look so easy, so beautiful, and so perfect. So what else do you expect for me than to think that my life also needs to be the same and to do all the things to make it look the same and look perfect when in actuality, it's not. It is not perfect. And let me just give you an example of this. So... I was just thinking about like, oh my gosh, 
all these people I follow on TikTok, they just live like the coolest lives. Every day they're doing something. Like most of them don't work. I'm like, how do they not work? (laughs) I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, how can I get there? All they do is drink coffee, go to brand events and do all these things. Like I'm, I'm not complaining because, you know, I want to be there one day, but I'm just like, wow, how, how do they do that? So this weekend, this past weekend, I had booked a trip to California to see my family. And in my head, I was kind of thinking about like, wow, I see these girls book trips to California and they make it look so pretty, but it's like, I'm going home to my family. And literally all I do is hang out with my family when I go home to San Diego. And I live in a beautiful like city, but I'm only going to show the pretty parts of it. I'm not going to show the fact that I'm just chilling with my dad, which (laughs) when I cry, (laughs) why am I crying? I don't know. But it's just like, why am I ashamed that I'm sitting with my dad who can't walk right now because he's having some issues because he um, had a kidney liver transplant a couple years ago. But like, I'm not showing that because it's not pretty and it's not perfect. And I just feel like that's so annoying. Like, why... Why do I think that I can't show that stuff Um, and that my life isn't perfect because it doesn't look perfect? Anyways, that's a whole other issue that I probably should deal with. But um, yeah, so it's just like it's frustrating to see perfect lives. And again, it just adds to this whole idea that we need to be perfect. Everything needs to be perfect. You have to be doing this, this and this and have this many followers and this many people engaged in your content, (sighs) social media, it just really gets to me. And it's shark week coming up, I think. So that's why I'm, I'm emotional. So don't tell anyone I cried. If you heard this, I hate crying, but I guess sometimes it just, it just feels good anyways. So now that we were just sad for a second, let's get happy and, um, talk about the things that I've been doing to help kind of overcome this. Um, so first we just talked about how I didn't want to share stuff, um, like in real life because it doesn't look pretty and it doesn't look perfect. So one of the things that I actually have been doing on my TikTok is showing like actual day in the life videos of my actual life. Instead of doing all the aesthetic things and showing all the pretty parts, which, you know, I still kind of do in a sense, but it's like, now I want to show me actually going to work. I do work a nine to five. I'm not going to pretend like I don't. I want to show just me chilling, watching TV. Um, I didn't record anything when I was home because I just really was being with my family and trying to be more present with them. So obviously I didn't record that, but I'm trying to change my perspective that we need to change the freaking algorithm of social media and show more realness, show that we're struggling, show that it's not perfect. And I I think that's why I really enjoy TikTok, even though I do have accounts on there that they just, their lives seem perfect. Um, but I try to follow more of the people that show their actual life 
and are more relatable because we are, we are all just, I mean, I just feel like an average Joe. Like I do have all these hobbies on the side that I love to do and they're fun and, you know, maybe they'll take me somewhere one day, but right now I'm living a normal life and I'm navigating through that. And I feel like I should show that. I feel like we need to see more of that. We don't want to see just the end result because how did, how the heck did you get there? You know, like it just creates this false expectation that it's that easy. And again, that's where this whole issue of perfectionism comes in is because people make things look that easy when in, in reality, it's not that way. So that's something that I'm kind of doing on social media to combat this perfect life mentality. Another thing that I've been doing to kind of help with this is I've been reading a lot of books, um, a lot of kind of spiritual growth, personal growth, business growth books. And a lot of those have changed my perspective on perfectionism and just kind of changing my mentality and and life in general. I know that's so deep, but I love books like that, that really make me think about who I am, what I'm doing, how I can be better and improve in my career, my personal life, my family life. Those are the same things. Um, but you know what I mean? I just really enjoy books like that. So I honestly recommend you follow me on Goodreads because I have a lot of like personal growth books on there that I highly recommend. Another thing that has helped me kind of get through this perfectionism issue, which again, it's, it's like an active effort to get through this. I have to truly work on it when I'm like having a perfectionism moment. Um, but Anyways, another thing is just relying on my religious beliefs and um, kind of doing more of my religious studies to help me. Um, I love to listen to talks or find quotes or read in my scriptures. Um, Anything that I can kind of tune in um, spiritually to kind of identify what it is that will help me overcome this issue. So that has been a huge help for me. And then finally, I think just trying to be more self-aware has really, really helped me. Um, I find that it's been easier to kind of overcome my little moments of perfectionism if I recognize it first off. And then talk about it to someone. Either I talk about it to my husband or talk about it to my mom. I recently just had like the deepest conversation with my mom about why I think I struggle with being so perfect and being so hard on myself. Because it doesn't just happen like with specific things. It happens with honestly everything. Like for example, if things don't play out how I expect them to in my brain, I have a really hard time like coping with that. And I think that has to do with perfectionism. Like if you had a plan in your head that this, 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 and this was going to happen and it didn't happen that way, it's, it's very hard. I probably should see a therapist for that. But anyways, it's good to talk it through with anybody. And it's also good to journal about it. Um, I just feel like in these last couple years, I've become very self-aware of 
my triggers, um, like what's causing this to happen. And it's helped me kind of really pinpoint those things. So I know how to, um, kind of avoid it the next time and maybe not avoid, but kind of just work through it the next time. Well, I'm winded at this point and I feel like this podcast episode is a little all over the place. First episode and I already cried. <laughs> that, <laughs> wow. Again, shark week. And when I say shark week, that means period week. I know there's probably no males listening to this podcast, which that's totally fine. My girlies know what's up. I just felt like I had to explain because I said shark week one time on TikTok and I don't think people knew what I was talking about. So my final message would just be to don't be so hard on yourself. Everyone is going through stuff. Everyone has a side of their life that they are not showing on social media. They're not voicing it to others because it's personal. So don't think everybody's life is perfect that you see on social media. Don't le- don't think the person that you hang out with, your friends, like their lives are perfect because everyone is battling something and let's just be more real about it. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm really trying to just be more real about actual life because that's what I resonate with. And I think that other people resonate with that. I think that's also why I love to listen to podcasts because I feel more personal to like whoever it is that I'm listening to because they dive into their lives, you know, like, and that's what this podcast is for me. I want to dive into life a little more because I don't want people to think that I'm perfect because I am a thousand percent not. I struggle with a lot of things. And of course we'll talk about it maybe more on this podcast, but don't think I'm perfect at all. Don't think anyone is because we all know nobody's perfect but I'm going to work it. Is that a Hannah Montana song? I think we're just going to end with that. (laughs) Anyways, love you guys. This has been so fun. If you want to follow along, I made an Instagram for this podcast. It's, it's time for tea podcast on Instagram. You can also follow me on my style page styled by Tiana Lay. Um, and also follow me on TikTok at Tiana Lay with three E's.